Welcome back to the Love Your 9 to 5 show, episode number 17. I've always just enjoyed making money and having a free schedule. I made $100,000 that year in in a sales job. And um, at the end of it, I was just kind of like, you know, this is a great year, but where do I go from here? You know, like this isn't something that I just thoroughly enjoy doing and it's not something that I want to do for the rest of my life. You will begin to love your 9 to 5 with this show. Join us as we explore and discover your unique strengths and learn to apply them to your daily business activities with your host, Shmuel Septimus. Welcome to this episode of the Love Your 9 to 5 show, where we help you identify your superpowers and find original and creative ways to apply them to your professional setting. My guest today I am excited to have with us is Travis Chappelle the founder and host of the Build Your Network podcast. Travis, welcome to the Love Your 9 to 5 show. Hey, man. Really appreciate you having me on. Happy to be here. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for taking some time and spending it with us. If you don't mind, Travis, for those who don't know you, can you tell us a little bit more about who you are personally and professionally? Yeah, for sure, man. So I am from Southern California, grew up, born and raised here. Um, and uh, yeah, I've kind of always had more of like an entrepreneurial itch uh, to scratch, so to speak. And so um, I uh, have always, always um, geared everything that, um, you know, happens in my life toward that. And so I um, started doing businesses and stuff like that when I was in high school and um, got out into, you know, the workforce after or during college, after college and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, really started in the sales business. So, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of different ways to do it. I chose, um, probably one of the more difficult ones, um, because I did door to door for a while and really I still do door to door. It's just now I own a business that I, you know, have sales reps and I train and help them go sell more than selling myself personally. But, um, uh, but yeah, man. And then that journey kind of took me on to this whole personal development journey, which um, has uh, led to really the start of the podcast, which is Build Your Network. And uh, there I talk about um, how to go about building professional relationships and how it helps you propel yourself forward in your career. So that could be you know, in business or in your nine to five or whatever it may be, whatever you're trying to do in life, accomplish in life, um, how to go about meeting people who've already done it and, um, and to learn from those people. So that's kind of what, uh, kind of what I'm most excited oh, about right now. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. Now, if we could just dig a little deeper there, I know that you were working in your sales position and you kind of, you transitioned into the, you know, into the podcast world. Um, was there something about your sales position that didn't drive with you and that, you know, something wasn't right? And did you find that that would be better expressed, you know, in your current role as the Build Your Network host? Yeah, really good question, man. So, um, when I was in sales, you know, more personal production sales, I'm like I said, I'm still in the sales business. I own a water treatment dealership. So we sell like water filtration systems and alkaline units and reverse osmosis and, you know, water treatment, all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. um, I have a sales team now that I train and help them and manage. And we and we try to and we go out and uh, sell the product to customers. So when I was more just selling personally, um, there wasn't a lot of fulfillment that I got out of it, to be honest, bro. So um, it was something it's a skill set that I I've really worked on and it's something that's valuable and it's something that I'm pretty good at, but it wasn't ever something that, you know, brought me a lot of fulfillment. And that's kind of what I realized is that I've always just enjoyed making money and having a free schedule. Uh, so whatever it was that, 
allowed me to do that, that's what I did. So, you know, in high school I did landscaping. So, uh, you know, I had a free schedule and during the summer times I would go do, you know, landscaping jobs. I would go bid jobs and, and, um, and then I would do the labor on some of them or I would hire out the labor on some of them. But either way I was making decent money as far as like a 16, 17 year old kid goes and, uh, got to, you know, enjoy time with my friends and do whatever I wanted. And so that was what it looked like back then. And then into college, I started getting a lot into photography and started realizing I could charge, you know, uh, you know, thousands of dollars into a single weekend of shooting and then some editing afterwards. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll just do that. And then Mm -hmm. I got into sales and started realizing that those numbers kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger, but it was never like for the enjoyment of selling that I did it. It was just because it made good money and it gave me time on my schedule. Um, so when I really was trying to figure it out at the end of 2015, I was coming off my best year ever at that point, which I was uh, 22, I believe, in 23. Yeah, yeah. So I was 22 and then turned 23 in uh, the end of August. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I made a hundred. I made a hundred thousand dollars that year in in a sales job. And nice. um, at the end of it, I was just kind of like, you know, this is a great year, but where do I go from here? You know, like this isn't something that I just thoroughly enjoy doing and it's not something that I want to do for the rest of my life. And so I really took a step back and dug deep into personal development. And um, that's where I found the podcasting space and uh, really uh, figured out that I think that that would, I I thought that would be a, a realm that I would really enjoy. And, um, and that's kind of, that's kind of what got me into podcasting. So, um, you know, the, the main way I still make money is still off my sales and off of my business. Um, but I figured out that the more fulfilling part of that and the more, um, the reason I started the podcast is that I enjoy training and managing and helping other people make money more than I enjoy the actual act of making money myself, if that makes sense. Um, so that's why now I run a team and I train those guys and I work with them and, and help them do well. And then I also, so have the podcast because it allows me to help other people that, you know, I may not have ever met, um, you know, if, if I hadn't started, um, in that medium. Wow. Wow. So it seems like you really went through a self, you know, transformation process there. Um, did you, did oh, yeah. you I mean, you mentioned that it, w- it took a couple of months, like did, were you still doing your other job at the same time? Like tell us a little bit about that process and how maybe someone else can replicate the same thing. Yeah. Good question. Because this is something that, that I've struggled with honestly, is that I think sometimes I'm a little too quick to give up things it's like certain things. Like, so what I mean by that is looking back, the smart thing would have been to keep working that sales job that I was in. Mm-hmm. It's a hundred percent commission sales. So I still worked it every once in a while, you know, just to like make a little bit extra money or pay the bills or whatever. Um, but what looking back, I should have still had my head down, like working forward and pushing with that while I was doing this personal development journey and while I was looking for the next thing. Um, but just for me mentally, when I figure out that I'm done with something, it's hard for me to continue in that thing. So as soon as I was like, you know what, this isn't the future for me, even though I came off of a great year and and had a fantastic time, I was just like, this isn't something I'm going to do with the future. So I just stopped doing it, you know? And, um, and like I said, looking back, probably, you know, the smarter decision and what I would counsel quote unquote people to do would be to keep doing what you're doing until you find the next thing. But for me, it was just like, I can't do this anymore because I'm not in it at all. And if I'm not in something, then I can't push it. And so I quit immediately and uh, just started diving into personal development. Wow. Wow. So so that is phenomenal. I mean, obviously, there's a certain level of authenticity within you that if you felt like this was not your thing, you couldn't go on even for another moment, like you were done. Um, but then 
how did that actually work? I mean, you're now you started a full time job of self development and figuring out what your next step is. What what were the steps that you took to actually figure out what it was until you evolved as the podcast host of the Build Your Network podcast? It was literally just doing that. It was just personal development. So like my schedule would be I would wake up and go to the gym and then I'd come back home and then I would read or listen to an audiobook or listen to a podcast or watch a YouTube video, something on those lines. Um, that's basically what I did every day for mm-hmm. did, like a few months. Wow. Um, and obviously I, I definitely wasted some time in there. I'm not going to pretend like I was, you know, the, the best of the best when I, when, when I, you know, when I say that I definitely probably watched the whole, um, the whole series of the office, you know what I mean? Like I, I definitely wasted <laughs> some time in there too. Um, but, uh, but for the most part I was, I was diving in personal development. And I think the biggest disconnect for people is that when, when you start like reading and stuff like that, you think that something's going to jump off the page that just like tells you what you're supposed to be doing next. And maybe some people have those stories, but for most people, that's not what it's going to be for most people. Basically all personal development is, is changing you into the person that you need to become in order to make the decision that you need to make. Um, so for me, that was, that was shifting my mindset into becoming, um, a personal development, you know, thought leader or, coach or speaker like that that was what that was what was what the future was for me and so becoming that and by listening to all these different people talking about it by reading books and by hearing um audiobooks and podcasts and all these kind of things are just literally changing who you are from the inside out and then that person who you become now can make the decision that you should have made but you didn't know that that was a decision to make until you became that person. Does that make sense? No, that does. I mean, that, that, is, um, that is new to me, but, but that is something that can be very encouraging because some people can say, you know, I'm at a job, um, you know, and I'm enjoying it, but I, I, you know, just like you, you know, I had a great year, but this is definitely not what I want to be. And I know myself, so there's nothing else inside of me that's going to make me good at something else. What you just said is so encouraging because that means, yeah, it might lay dormant somewhere deep in there, but you got to stir it up a little bit by exposing your mind to all this new information. Exactly. And the thing is, if somebody's done it, then you can do it. You know what I mean? Like, even if somebody hasn't done it, you can do it. But definitely if somebody's done it, you can do it. So if you have mentors or... Um, people that you aspire to be like, you know, looking at the success that they've had can be a huge um, encouragement because look, if somebody out there has made this happen, then there's nothing stopping me from making it happen. The only difference between that person and me is the fact that they know what to do and they do it. So like I either have to start doing what I already know what to do or I need to learn what I need to do and then just implement that. Wow. And uh, so if you become a constant student, then you know there's nothing that can keep you from reaching whatever level that you want to reach. Well, again, again, that's the same encouraging message is that, you know, especially now, you know, you can see whatever you want on podcasts, you can, audiobooks, YouTube. It's so easy to get access to real, real valuable content for either free or for next to nothing. That you know you could just expose your mind to and go in any direction that you know that suits you. Um, let me uh, move on to the next point. What, was there a particular moment? Because it sounds like it was an evolving journey. Was there a moment that you can point to, either a story or a day or a point in time, where you're like, okay, this is right for me. It was the right decision to make that decision to quit. And I see like, you know, I'm evolving into this new person and I got this. You know, there wasn't really a specific moment uh, for me, but 
to to answer the second half of that question as far as like when I knew it was right to quit, I knew it was right to quit the day that I quit. You know, like that that's I think the difference between me and, and people that hold on to things a little bit longer than they should have. Like I said, I think that there should be more of a balance. I think that I should have hold uh, held on a little bit longer than I did. But I think a lot of people and too many people hold on way too long. And then before they know it, five years have passed by and they're still stuck in the same dead end position that they were in before because they can never just make that decision to just quit and do something different. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of work that I did was based out of the necessity of the fact that like, well, I got to find something to do because I don't have anything coming in at this point. Um, so sometimes that can be a good driving factor. Um, like I said, I think you should have a balance, but, um, like that would be my advice is to have a balance, but I think there is a merit to what I did as far as, um, being able to let go that quickly. So I, I knew that it was the right decision to quit as, you know, as soon as I quit. Mm -hmm. Um, but as far as what, as far as when I knew what I was going to be doing next, um, probably it wasn't really a moment. It was more like a period of time, like two or three week period of time is when I was first, um, following, uh, John Lee Dumas, who you and I, um, were talking about a little bit before the show right. um, and figuring out that he had built his entire business online just through podcasting. And, um, and like I said, I saw that he did it and I was like, look, he, if he can do it, then I can do it, you know? And, and there's, there's no level of success that you can't attain if you believe that you can attain it. And so when I saw that he had done it and then looked around and seen and saw all these other podcasters that were out there making their dreams happen and running seven figure podcasting businesses, I was like, there's gotta be a way that I can do that. And I think that that's something that I would be good at. So, um, that's what made the decision for me. And so it was take probably within a two, three week period of finding JLD's stuff and then started following his stuff and then, um, took his online course that was free. Right. Um, which is just freepodcastcourse.com. If you ever thought about starting a podcast, go to freepodcastcourse.com and take John Lee Dumas's course. And by the end of it, you'll figure out like, look, is this something that I want to do or is this something that um, is just for other people and I'll enjoy the content? But by the time I was done with that course, I was like, you know what? I can do this. And right. so that's what I did. Wow. So the name of your podcast right, is the Build Your Network podcast. Now, you... You connected to John Lee Dumas. I, I also listened to his, you know, I did that course and I was involved, you know, with some of his content, but you actually have him mm-hmm. on your podcast and I you know he gives you an introduction to either some of them or all of them. And um, you, you made that mm-hmm. connection. So you, you yeah. found inside of you this, this urge to create a platform that is, you know, that is going to help people learn how to network properly. How did how did that happen? How, how did you find that and you know and implement it and start really making those connections? Um, yeah, the topic just kind of um, was something I happened upon. Almost, I was I was I basically got to the point where I was like, I want to start a podcast. And I was like, what do I podcast about? Um, you know, like right. 20, I think I was 20, 23 at the time. So I was like, I'm 23 years old. Um, I've made some good money, you know, and I've, I've, I've made hundreds of thousands of dollars, which is not common for a 23 year old. But I don't like compared to all these other people that are out there, all these other people that are pushing content all the time, you know, the Gary V's, the Grant Cardone's, the John Lee Dumas's, all these people that have just seen massive wild success. Like, how do I compare to those? And why would somebody listen to me? And so I started trying to figure out what is a topic that I could, what a topic was that I could talk about. And so I started looking for that blue ocean, so to speak. And, um, uh, the first thing that came to my mind was sales because I'm in sales. And so that's right. what I, what I always done. And I figured, you know, I can do that. But then I went and looked on, um, looked in iTunes and saw 
you know, a plethora of sales podcasts out there and you can search the word sales and be scrolling for hours through, you know, hundreds of sales shows. And so I, I wanted to go a different route with it. And right. um, the, so the, the other thing I looked at was like, okay, besides sales, what's the other thing that has probably made me the most money so far in my quote unquote career? And networking was just the obvious second choice because um, all of the sales ability that I'd ever had would have been um, uh, all for naught if it were not for the relationships that I was able to build with people that got me, um, you know, interviews with particular sales organizations or um, even with with uh, some of my mentors that taught me a lot of the stuff that I know. Um, now that I teach a lot, of, a lot of other people, all of that stemmed from relationships, all stemmed from being open to opportunity. And um, the, the way that I'd made the most money to that point was this guy, this owner of a company called me because he figured out that I was um, selling in his area for a different company. This was in the security home home security industry. He mm-hmm. called me on the phone and said, hey, can, let's sit down. But I was really happy in the opportunity that I was in at the time. And so I had no intention of actually switching and working with the guy. But because I was just being open to the opportunity, I was like, okay, fine, let's sit down and, and we'll chat about it. Um, and uh, when we sat down, we started talking. He offered all this stuff. And then by the end of the conversation, I was really considering him. A week later, I called him. And uh, I started working with him and he was my first mentor, my first business mentor. He taught me a lot of things. Um, I would not be the salesperson I am today, if, uh, definitely, if it were not for the relationship that I created with him mm-hmm. and the stuff that he taught me. And so um, when I started looking at it, I was just like, you know what, networking is you know, just as important or more important than any other aspect that I could you know, ever spend time on. And the most successful I ever was, was when I was around really successful people. And there's got to be something to that. And so wow. um, I went over to iTunes, I searched networking, and there just weren't a lot of shows out there. I think there's a couple now, um, but there's just not a lot of material material out there. There's, you know, the, any of the bigger shows like Art of Charm, uh, my, my friend Jordan Harbinger um, does the Art of Charm and he talks about networking uh, fairly often on the show, but it, it, he doesn't dive into that conversation with every interview. Um, and so I kind of want to just to fulfill that, um, that niche, uh, so to speak. And then um, it just kind of made sense for me to build my network and increase my inner circle to get better guests on the show. Um, and so the whole thing kind of kept compounding on itself. It was like, I have a show about networking. So how am I going to get good guests for my show? Oh, I should probably just go network. <laughs> so, right, right. Uh, that's what I started doing. I'm, now I'm uh, John, John, you know, John Dumas is one of my, one of my really good friends now is one of my best podcast mentors. Wow. Um, and, um, I've been able to meet so many awesome people and, uh, talk to so many awesome people now through the, through the show that just wouldn't have been possible if, if, wow. I could, um, you know, start with that goal in mind. Well, wow. So I just want to pull out one, one thing from there, which is, you know, you, you saw yourself as a salesperson and you saw that to sell yourself as a salesperson, on iTunes, you have you know way too much competition, which on the one hand that shows the need, but it also shows that how challenging it will be to stick out. So you were able to rebrand sales and really zoom out and not limit it to sales because building your network is in in any career or even in personal life, right? The, your network is how you're going to meet the next person that you care about, and it also professionally. Even mm-hmm. if I'm not selling anything, but for my next job opportunity or to help my friends with their next job opportunity, it's all networking. So I yeah. just I, I just want if you you know right, for especially right. for our listeners, you pull out the process there for anyone who's in a position which they're enjoying and being successful at, 
and feeling guilty at even thinking of something else, A, it's okay. I don't know. I think I'm with you that I wouldn't say just to get up and go right away. You know, maybe try to hold on a little bit, but realize yeah. it doesn't need to be so straightforward that, oh, I'm in sales. I got to do something sales. Even if I'm, you know, pivoting like you did, you know, to from, you know, more of a typical sales position to a podcast, you can do that by really digging deeper and realizing that what does that mean that you're good at sales? Well, I build successful relationships with people and I maintain those relationships and that brings other good things. Okay, so my thing is networking. And through that, I mean, you've, you've created such, um, such wonderful relationships with, with some very successful people. And, um, and I love the way that you share with your audience as well. Now, is there any particular, I know you mentioned John Lee Dumas, besides yeah. for, for John, is there anyone else that you would call a mentor? And how has that affected the way that you've grown professionally since you quit your sales job? Um, good question, man. So John is definitely probably my my biggest mentor now. And it's not a formal thing. You know, I don't pay him for advice or anything, but I've gotten to the point where I have a good enough relationship with him where if I shoot him a question or I'm going to come across for roads and I need some advice or something like that, I can shoot him a quick question. I can text him or, um, or, or send him an email or something and, and, mm-hmm. and he'll hit me back with some, some good advice, you know, um, which I think is, is really important to have a open line of communication with people like that. Um, but I think paid mentorships is also a really good way to go about doing it. And, um, I would not have had the professionalism that my podcast has currently without mentorship that I paid for with a guy named Jeff Brown, um, of the read to lead podcast. And Jeff is a great guy. Um, he's a, a full-time podcaster and, uh, it does a really good job at it. He's been a radio, uh, host and, and personality for like 25 years or something wow. like that. Um, and so he taught me a lot about interviewing, how to look professional on my show, what, you know, interview requests look like and, you know, confirmations and how to send links and follow-ups and just like all that kind of stuff, all Mm -hmm. the technical aspects that just make your show more professional. And the more professional your show is, the more likely a good guest is to enter, to recommend other people that they know for you to interview them because they're more impressed with how your show runs and their whole experience with the process. Well, and so Jeff was a fantastic mentor to me and, and he'll, he'll do the same thing now, now that our official quote unquote mentorship is over. Um, I can still shoot him a question or, or ask him something and he'll always be good enough to, to reach back out and reply with something, with something uh, that that's really helpful. And so I've paid for mentorships and, um, I've developed relationships with people that have become, um, uh, mentors to me. And it's such an important aspect. Well, it's like getting successful at something is so easy. You just have to find somebody that's already done it and then just get around them and figure out what they do. You know, like it's really not that difficult. Um, so the more you can get around those kinds of people, um, the more, um, the more you'll realize how much you are, um, you you have to up level yourself, right? Um, uh, you realize and, that what what you're saying now, right? And what you're saying now really epitomizes you know the concept of building your network. Um, you you're kind of saying that you know we're all much more capable than we sell ourselves to be, and we limit ourselves to our current you know situation. You know, I'm a salesperson, I'm an accountant, you know, I'm whatever my role is, but we don't realize that right. we're really so much more capable. And if we expose ourselves to others who are doing it and like, hey. I can do that exactly. too. I'll even enjoy doing that too. Um, you know, then we could all of a sudden blossom into this, th- into this new role or company or whatever we're trying to do. Something that we never would have imagined possible until you see somebody, someone else do right. it. 
Um, that's the concept of the, well, I forget the number of minutes, but what was it, the 17-minute mile, or uh, which no one was able to run? I'll find it and put it in the show notes. But um, un- until the first person did it, another guest yeah. mentioned this, and then once that person did I think it, it was, oh, I think it was... I think it was under four minutes. Oh, like right, the four-minute four minute mile. mile. Yeah, that makes like, more sense. It was just completely... 17 yeah. minutes sounds more like me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that wouldn't be a big deal. <laughs> um, but yeah, but the four-minute mile. Then, But then once someone breaks that mental you know, sound barrier, so to speak, and now all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, I can do this. What's the big deal if he did it? Another point is also that you know sometimes when a person succeeds at something, they like to make it sound bigger than it is for others who are observing so that this way they feel better. But, you know, you're doing just the opposite. You're saying, hey, I'm up here. Come up here with me because all you got to do is, you know, reach out to others and build your network that way and you could be equally successful. Yep. Uh, I really appreciate you sharing that. Um, I think that's a whole new perspective. Um, I'm going to ask you if, if you had to, if you were stuck on an island for a day, all you had to bring with you is one book. What would that one book be? I know that's a tough one. Uh, mm, yeah, the, man. There's there's so many. There's so much good stuff right, out there. Right. Um, you're saying like one day. Like if I if I was just out there for one day, but I needed to read through this book, or if I was out there for a long time and I just wanted to keep rereading this this one book. Uh, we could do it just one day. So this way you don't have to really own that okay. book. <laughs> Make it a little easier. You have food, you have drink, you're not going to okay. die, but you also have to read that book. Otherwise, we're not taking you out of that <laughs> island. Okay. Um, probably what I would say is Tools of Titans um, by Tim Ferriss. And the reason is that I have never actually read the entire book cover to cover. Um, I just go, th- I, I use it almost like an encyclopedia. Like whenever I want to get like a little story about um, overcoming something or whatever, I can go through the, the the table of contents at the beginning and find a story that really matches up to what I want to do. But I've never read it cover to cover. So I would probably do that one or his new book, Tribe of Mentors, that just came out um, just because they're really, really giant books with full of just so many insights from people that he's been able to talk to. Um, so that would probably, that would probably be the one. Okay. That would be, that would be the two. <laughs> um, the yeah. Two, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't have a chance to get to those. Obviously I did read the four hour work week, but those are definitely great recommendations. Well, Travis, thank you so much for coming on the show. If the listeners want to continue following you and seeing, you know, watching your progress in the, in this venture, the build your network, uh, podcast and everything that is Travis Chappelle, what is the best way for them to find you? Uh, really depends on what platform they like to use the most. So I spend a lot of time on Facebook, um, which is, you can just look me up at um, T-R-A-V-I-S, last name, Chappell, C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L. Um, and then um, type, type that in the search bar and, and hopefully, I'll, hopefully I'll come up. All right. So, so I butchered your name. Um, then, so it's Chappell, not Chappelle. My bad. My apologies. Yeah, yeah. No, you're good. You're good. Don't worry about it. Um, and so, and if you want to find more about the podcast, it's buildyournetwork.co, buildyournetwork.co, or you can just search iTunes or Stitcher, whatever your listening um, choice is for Build Your Network. Um, and then I sp- I've actually been spending a lot more time recently on Instagram. So um, that's just at Travis Chapel. Okay, excellent. I will put links to all of those in the show notes so if anyone heard what you have to say and they want to work on building their network as i do and i really enjoyed your podcast you're doing an awesome job 
Um, and I will, you know, put that there for everyone. Travis, thank you so much for giving us, you know, some a few minutes today. I think that your story, specifically the process that you went you went through as you evolved from the work that you liked to the work that you're now apparently loving and growing into this and meeting all these wonderful people, um, I think that will really uh, resonate with the listeners. It certainly has resonated with me. And I wish you only the best of luck in all your future endeavors. I really appreciate it, man. Thanks so much for having me having me come on. I'm, I hope something I said will uh, help somebody out there. Okay, thank you. I hope you have enjoyed this episode as much as I did while making this with Travis. Do me this little favor, head over to the iTunes store and subscribe to this show. This will ensure that you don't miss out on any of the episodes of the Love Your 9 to 5 show. If you feel we deserve it, give us a five-star review and this will help iTunes show our show to others who are looking for this type of content. Up next week, we have an interview with Michael Levin, featured on the Shark Tank with his business, The Ghost Riders. See you next week. <laughs>